BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is a transformative time for black America. Our income is at an all-time high, and the opportunity for economic empowerment is unprecedented. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. Build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Fox Sports Radio. This is up on game. Caught by Hushmanzada for the touchdown. You want NFL experience? Manning lobs it. Burris alone. Touchdown. And it's intercepted. LeVar Arrington. And this is the show for you with LeVar Arrington. Matt Corral could possibly play himself into the starting job. TJ Hushmanzada. They lose first round. Mike McCarthy's out of there. And Plaxico Burris. Tom Brady's no longer there. It's turned into a dictatorship up there in New England. Three of the best to ever do it on and off the field. Live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. Here's Pro Bowlers LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion Plaxico Burris. Are you trying to go hunt now? All right. Happy Saturday to everyone. Happy pre-Super Bowl week Saturday and Senior Bowl Saturday to everyone out there. And, well, anybody else that's celebrating a sport, watching and spectating one on today. This is Up On Game. It is Plexico Burris. I am LeVar Arrington. TJ Hitchmanzadis. Well, he's got some things to handle, so we holding him down. We are broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. And listen up, y'all. Um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a great day for discussing 
the recap of of the divisional rounds, Plexico. Now, I'm gonna ask you one question first before we get into talking about that, the 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 wrap up of of what took place and heading into uh, what we got going on into the Super Bowl. But let's talk let's talk a little bit about how you doing today, man. What's going on with you? Everything oh, good? Man. man, you know what, man, I'm feeling a little better. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm on the mend currently. You know, I had a rotator okay. cuff surgery yes, yes, about two yes. weeks ago, so I'm still in my sling. Okay. And, uh, man, you know, I'm getting better day by Still day. Still chipper, though, right? Oh, absolutely. You know what? All right. All right. <laughs> when I was in the uh, sling the other day, I thought about what you said to me the last time you saw me when I had my sling. You'd be like, man, you out here vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, that ain't a good feeling, man. That's, That's what I always say, man. You got to keep, your, you gotta keep your, fleece, your face clean, man, when you're walking around out here. So you're running into nobody that you ain't seen for your past but yeah man, i'm feeling good all right um man r- really eight days away removed from what i say is one of the big- biggest uh spectacle in sports and that's the super bowl man so mm-hmm. you know getting it last weekend man and i'm pretty sure um you know we got some we got a lot of information that we want to give these people today indeed and, and listen before we before we get into this i watched the snoop snoop movie the underdogs did you see it did you see it yet i haven't seen it yet no man listen i'm telling you right now some people might be offended by it a little bit just by the language of it and kind of like some sheer vulgarness of it right right but i'm gonna say it like this if you know you know right like right. if you when you watch this movie you're gonna laugh so hard <laughs> if you came from that way, you're going to laugh so yeah. hard. You're going to appreciate that movie so much, man. Snoop is a super talented dude, man. I just wanted to get that out there. If you ain't seen The Underdogs, it's on uh, Amazon Prime. You, you got to check right. that joint out, man. Man, peace <laughs> Snoop, man. We definitely, we definitely got to get Snoop on the show, being the fact that Snoop and TJ have merged with yep. the Snoop yep. and the Hoosh Football League. Yep. So we definitely got to get Snoop on the show. Indeed. He's always been helping in the community, especially the football community. Super dope dude. Shouts out to to uh, Mike Epps too, dog. He, he <laughs> hey man, he go, you, you going? All I'm gonna tell you is, it's gonna take you back some way somehow. If you if you lived it, it's gonna take you back. I I I, I revisited my childhood this morning, man. I I feel really good about it. Anyway, you know what else I feel good about? I feel I feel real good about this Super Bowl, Mister uh, Plexico Burris. And 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 with that being said, looking at how they had to get there. The Chiefs had to go on the road and handle their business against a Ravens team that I just don't know that anyone thought um, would lose. I thought this was the year for the Ravens to get the Chiefs. Then you had the Lions Lions hitting into Santa Clara and and rolling with with the 49ers and was spanking them. I mean, it it almost looked like it was a runaway, a runaway train in that that one, like a runaway game. And then lo and behold, the Niners wheeled them back in. What was your takeaway? Like, what what did you see? What did you feel? What Uh, was what does it look like getting out of that game heading into a Super Bowl? Man, you know what? I don't know if you guys can pull up the audio, but I said before uh, the the day before the. the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs game. I said, listen, if the Kansas City Chiefs go on the road and beat the Buffalo Bills, I said, it's a Kansas City alert. Mm. Meaning that they understand where they need to be at at this point if they want to continue to to move on in the playoffs and reach the Super Bowl. 
And when I when I made that statement, I said, you know what? Give me Steve Spagnuolo for one game. Mm. And I'm going to pick him as my defensive coordinator because he's going to take every take everything away that you do well. And when I when I made that statement, I was referencing the experience from Kansas City versus Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew and everybody knows that the Baltimore Ravens were the best team in football up to that point into the AFC Championship game. But I, I just someone was just telling me that the demeanor of Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, mm-hmm. that defense, they've already been there four four times already mm-hmm. in the last five years. So it was the biggest game in the Baltimore Ravens uh playoff history because that was the first AFC championship game that they had ever hosted, even though they went on the road as a wild card team in 2000 and in 2000, I believe it was 12, when they wanted to get the San Francisco 49ers. Mm-hmm. So they've never hosted an AFC championship game. Mm-hmm. And make no mistake about it, Lamar Jackson is, is the MVP of the league this year. But it was a game that he needed to win. And I thought I was that the moment will be too big for him to handle mm. because I understand it. I've been there. I went to the AFC Championship game in my second year of professional football, and it was like, you know what? I got to do everything right. It's, it's so much pressure on you as a player mm-hmm. to be able to go out and perform and to know and to understand that you're 60 minutes away from playing in the biggest game of your life, which is the Super Bowl, which is the reason why we play the game as kids, to reach the pinnacle of the sport. And I just thought going into that game, Zay Flowers being a rookie, obviously, you know, OBJ having some experience being in that position and winning the Super Bowl with the Rams. But as a whole, for a team, for the Baltimore Ravens, I thought that they would be overwhelmed by the moment. And it showed. And Kansas City went into Baltimore and methodically moved the football up and down the field on the first two drives. I said to myself, the Baltimore Ravens are in trouble because I don't believe they, that they have the team. And I'm not throwing shade on Lamar Jackson, but I just thought that when they got down 14-0, it was going to be tough for them to get away from what they do because they establish the run and they throw the ball off of the run. Lamar Jackson is not a drop back 40, 45 time, you know, throwing the football kind of quarterback. So I thought when they got behind, it was going to be tough for them to get ahead. And I just thought, man, that Steve Spagnola, man, did a masterful job in mixing the coverages up in and that game. And for those who may be wondering your connection with Steve, he was the defensive coordinator when you guys, when the Giants won the Super yeah. Bowl against, against the Patriots. So you know him from the building, from being in the building, from being around him. But look at the quarterbacks that he's beaten in Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. He's beaten Tom Brady twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I forget who they beat, Kansas City beat in the uh, first championship. But he's taken down some of the best quarterbacks in these, in these championship games and in these uh, Super Bowl games that nobody's talking about. And he's beating the best quarterbacks, taking away from what they do well, and that is why the Kansas City Chiefs are back in the Super Bowl. Okay, but what about 49ers? How do you feel about that? Uh, you know what? I really wasn't impressed. Hmm. 
I was not because it was a game that I think the Detroit Lions gave away. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that Dan Campbell should have kicked those footballs, you know, to get the, the to go up 17. And now, you know, you, you get a uh, Brock Purdy throws a, a long ball to uh, Brandon Ayuk. At ba- the, Detroit, the Detroit line defender has it. It bounces off of his helmet. Mm-hmm. It's a big play by Ayuk. Then they get a turnover. Now the, tour, the, the two and, and three plays, they score 14 points. But if you kick that field goal on fourth and eight or nine or whatever it was, you're still up three points. Mm-hmm. So he took those points off of the board by not making that decision. But I just think, man, being up 17 points in a championship game and to lose by three mm-hmm. when you went for it twice on, twice on fourth down says a lot about, I think, Dan Campbell because, it, it, because his motto is we're always in four-down territory. No, this is, this, is, this is not we have a game next week. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is the championship game. You could have put the points yeah, on the board. Yeah, you don't have a game next week, man. You take those points. And I'm going back and forth with, you know, Antonio Pierce during this time. And I'm like, dog, if you ever do this, I'm going to come down there and snatch you <laughs> off the sideline myself. He was like, dog, I would never take points off of the board especially in a game like this. If it's week seven or week eight, okay. But the Detroit Lions, man, them kids played their tail off, man. Yeah. And they, and they needed their coach to put them in the best decision, the best chance to win that football game, and he did not. He was selfish and making those decisions because of his bravado. He was feeling himself and who he is as a head coach. He's not going to back off for, uh, you know, his coaching style. But at that moment, for the Detroit Lions to get to the NFC Championship game in 30, 40 plus years or whatever the case may be and not put those kids in the best position to win that game, it was all on him. Dang. Well, that's pretty deep. I, I'll say this. I, I, felt, I felt like Baltimore had so much more to offer than what they did in that game. I really, I really felt that that was kind of a miss for me in terms of what what I expected and what I saw but it's a young team like you said and there were some some big mistakes made and it, it happens as far as as far as the Kansas City Chiefs Spags is a hero he has shown his brilliance over and over again and I think they're the catalyst They've mm-hmm. been more of the catalyst this year than, than the offense and Mahomes. You know, Mahomes gets a lot of the, the pub and a lot of the praise, as he should. But that defense has, has carried the, <laughs> the load for this Kansas City Chiefs team. And that's what, you know, that was the difference to me. And and and, and just to wrap it up with the, the, the San Fran-Detroit game, I, I thought that was one of the easiest, cruisable wins that, that could have taken place during the playoffs. They did so well to get up, and they played so hard and and physical in the way that you would expect it to to happen. And you know, they they made some they they, they could have made the plays work. You know, mm-hmm. it's like the part of me is like it's selfish. You should have took the the points or take the points, and and but it's been your your personality. But kind of you know you've tested the analytics, but the analytics probably said not to do that. I don't. I don't know where it all goes with that, but it just seemed like that was a game that Detroit had in the bag. And generally, you don't take something out of the bag once you have it in the bag. So 
you know, Plex, it is what it is. But I think all in all, to see this rematch um, take place, um, the, the, the linebackers for, for San Fran have played amazing. They're, they're probably the reason why – one of the main reasons why they're in the Super Bowl. And it's going to be interesting because this could easily turn into a defensive struggle of a Super Bowl versus it being the, the you know – profiling and, and spotlighting yeah. of the offenses and these quarterbacks. But mm-hmm. that's me, a defensive player, yeah. saying what I'm saying, you know. So uh, we're definitely going to get into the Super Bowl game later, but isn't yeah. it crazy and funny how life, you know, comes back to you, uh, you know, in a, in, a, in a certain amount of time? You remember a few weeks ago when MVS, Marquez, Valdez, Scantlin dropped that ball against the, mm. against the uh, Philadelphia uh, Eagles to win that football game, mm-hmm. and he comes back in that AFC Championship game. The Kansas City Chiefs get a, a double, a, a basically a zero coverage, and Patrick Mahomes throws the ball up in the it's air. Basically, game. basically the same route, same play over his head, and he makes that catch. <laughs> he fell on the ground to ice the game, and Thank he fell you, on the Jesus. ground. Yeah. I know, I, I know what's going through his head. I catch this ball, secure the catch, what and he get out. What? What were they doing? Man, I know he was. <laughs> I know he was thinking the, thinking the same hey. exact thing, man. Catch yeah, this man, ball and get ball. down. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And they got down into the Super Bowl. That's Plexico Burris. I'm Lavar Arrington. This is. Up on game and listen up. Coming back on the other side of the break, we're going to talk some Super Bowl, talk about that matchup and what we think about that. Some great commentary so far. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Polly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. You know, as the host of the number one rated Polly and Tony Fusco show, we get tons and tons of fan mail every day. Piles of it. In fact, Tony, why don't you open up one of those letters right now and read what's inside? Yeah, listen to this. Dear Polly and Tony, your sports takes are the dumbest and most well, terrible. Well, wait, not that wait, one. Wait, Open this other one. Dear Polly and Tony, you suck more than anyone. No, not that wait, one. Wait. Try this one. Dear Polly and Tony, you guys are the absolute best. There you go. At Coming up with the stupidest takes possible. You know what? Possible. Just forget, you know what? forget this. Just listen to the Pauly and Tony Fusco show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. All right, all right. Welcome back in to the show. We are live from the Tyrac.com studios. It's Plexico Burris. I'm LeVar Arrington. TJ's off. And shortly after the show, our podcast, it'll be going up. And if you missed any of today's show, well, be sure to check it out. Check the podcast out. Just search up on game wherever it is that you get your podcast from. And be sure to also follow, rate, and review the podcast Please, again, just search up on game wherever it is you get your podcast from and you'll see the show posted right after we get off of the air. We'll be talking Caleb Williams in a matter of moments. Chicago Bears, Caleb Bear, uh, Caleb, Caleb Williams, Caleb Bear Williams. Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. But before we get to that, let's let's talk a little Super Bowl. Super Bowl matchup is coming up. It is the San Francisco 49ers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes. It 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 again. I said in the in the first break that it was a, a matchup that I felt would be intriguing, um, and and probably the bigger game matchup wise out of all the other teams that would have played. Um, with that being said, I mean this is this is one for the ages. If you're Patrick Mahomes and if you're Andy Reid, I mean I think that Andy Reid solidifies himself as being in the conversation as one of the goats. Um, arguably, you know, whatever you want to put in terms of top whatever number that may be. Um, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes had to go on the road and and go through plow through some serious teams and, and the Bills and the Ravens to get to where he's gone. That that to me is more imp- the most impressive out of anything that I've seen. And as far as the, the obviously the San Francisco 49ers, they found what they wanted in Brock Purdy. I don't care what people say. You could call him a game manager. You can call him uh, uh, Mr. Irrelevant. You could call him whatever you want to call him. But – you take that man away from that team, that's not a Super Bowl team. Um, so their defense uh, their defense needs to do better. We could get into the previewing of it all, but what's your what's your feel, what's your take going into this Super Bowl game? 
Man, I strongly disagree with you. The Come point on. of you say that Brock, if you take Brock Purdy away from his football team, that you know they're not a Super Bowl team. Come on, strongly disagree. And, Come on. and and me being a wide receiver and understanding an offense and understand knowing where the quarterback needs to go with the football. If I'm Steve Spagnuolo, I'm telling my defense is that. All we have to do is tackle the catch. Because if you look at what Brock Purdy is doing, he's throwing the ball to the line of scrimmage, screen pass left, screen pass right, flare out of the backfield to Christian McCaffrey. All it is is an extended running game. And if you look at the offense of Kyle Shanahan and what he has asked Brock Purdy to do, all they are doing, they're running a level concept. They have a drag, a five-yard drag with Kittle or Ayuk or uh, Debo. They, 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 hey, hey, they have a they have a, a ten-yard over the middle drag, and then they have somebody going over the top. If you look at all the throws that Brock Purdy is making, they're five and ten-yard passes over the middle with level concepts, hoping that what they tell you, Lavoff, of a linebacker, if one going, one's coming. Yeah. So if you jump on the drag, he's coming back behind you with something behind you. If you look at the passes and the throws that Brock Purdy makes to the sideline outside the numbers, he's not a very accurate passer. Hmm. The ball is going out of bounds. He's throwing the ball in harm's way. They have one route. And Steve Spagnuolo, I know he's looking at this. If, if Brandon Ayuk is on the, on the weak side by himself, they, so, they throw a six-yard timing out route to him maybe two or three times a game. Mm. But they do not put him in harm's way and ask him to read defenses and to dissect coverages and throw the football. So he's throwing level concepts. All the routes are breaking in and everything is timing. If I'm Steve Spagnuolo and I know the kind of coach that he is, he is going to play man under. He is going to uh, – uh, play man with the drag in those levels, and he's going to drop them. Once they cross the once they cross the ball in the middle of the, screen, the middle of the field, and Brock Purdy's going to have to figure it out for himself. Mm. You play man under on the San Francisco Forty Niners and make Brock Purdy throw the ball outside of the numbers, he's going to struggle a little bit. Hmm. That's just what I've seen and what I've so watched. You think, because- so you think with all that being said that if it were another quarterback. See, because to me, it says to me, if that were the case, then Trey Lance would be the one at quarterback well, well, right now well, with them the, going the, to the Well, the, well the man can, can't play football. It's, there's a difference. The man can't Dang. play football and he can't uh, digest the offense from a, you know, a, a mental standpoint to be able to be, get on the field and be a successful quarterback. That's a totally different story. Kyle Shanahan knows his limits with Brock Birdie. He's not going to put him in situations where they're going to ask him to do too much. That's what, the, that's what the offense is based upon. But if you're a defensive coordinator, you're telling, to yourself, you're telling yourself the San Francisco 49ers make all their yards in the passing game after the catch. We have to tackle Kittle, McCafferty, Debo Sanyu and Brandon, we have to get these guys on the ground when they're catching the ball at the line of scrimmage, behind the line of scrimmage, and they're catching five-yard drag routes. Kittle's catching five-yard drag routes going for 30 and 40. That can't happen. Mm. 
tackle the catch if you are the Kansas City Chiefs in this Super Bowl game and you w- will be the Super Bowl champions for this season. So does that mean if – let me try this again. If – I think it's sure to say that if Kansas City doesn't have Patrick Mahomes at quarterback, they're not in the Super Bowl. Oh, man. I mean, this is young man the best quarterback in all of football. All right, got it right this time. Did I get it right this time? Yeah, you got it right this time. <laughs> all right. You can strongly agree with me on this one. Hey, tell I'm me why. You. Tell me why. Going into the game, tell me why. What 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 do you see out of this? Because to me, you mentioned Kelsey. I can't understand how you know Kelsey got his his, his famous girlfriend in, in the stadium. No, nobody cares about his famous girlfriend. You got it, hey, listen, I, I do. It, you you, it, you wanna know why I care? Wow. I would want to. I would want to blow his ass up and look up to where wherever the suite is and and and, <laughs> and put my hands up like, are you not entertained? Hey, listen, that's for, that's why uh, I'd be I'd be wondering hey. how you gonna let that man get get his hey. his his thing on. From from what I understand, from the Kansas City Kansas City Chiefs standpoint, Cardarius Coney last week was a healthy scratch, is what yeah, I heard. Yeah. yeah, he he wasn't hurt. So right, and in this position where they were there when they had the championship game they didn't dress Cardarius Tony because basically Patrick Mahomes doesn't trust you look at what he's doing with the football Patrick Patrick Mahomes uh, until next season he's not going to put the ball in harm's way he's not going to give you a chance to win this football game so you have to be basically excellent on defense you want to throw out of Kansas City Chiefs now because Patrick Mahomes is not going to make any mistakes moving forward so Mm -hmm. now he has a guy uh, Rice who's this rookie from Rutgers that he trusts. Uh, we seen him run the ball last week, scrambling out of the pocket, more than we have seen him in the last couple of years because, you know what, I'm not going to give the ball away. If I got to take a couple of hits as a, as a quarterback, getting the first down to move teams, that is what I'm going to do here moving forward. And for the first time going into the Super Bowl, he's actually 100% healthy. Hmm. He's always hmm. had an ankle issue for the last two or three Super Bowls, that That's he hasn't true. been healthy. Now he's healthy. So now we get a healthy Patrick Mahomes going to the Super Bowl. Where everybody knows that what, what Travis Kelsey's going to do. I, I still don't know how the Baltimore Ravens let this guy catch 13 balls last week. I, I don't still don't know how, how that could get it. Happen. I was going to ask you because I don't understand how you know he's going to get the ball and you still are I don't understand allowing it. him to just – I don't get it. In the AFC Championship it. game. I don't, against a great uh, – really, really – Dope defense. Absolutely. I, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. Well, so it sounds like you got uh sounds like you got Kansas City winning this game. Um, I just I, I, I just think that defensively for the Kansas City Chiefs, if they just get these guys on the ground and the Kansas City Chiefs uh, and the San Francisco 49ers have to move the ball down the field nickel and dime and 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 Spagnuolo is going to give this young kid, from a blitz standpoint, uh, he's going to give that him a he, lesson that, that he's never seen before. He's going to give him a nice little lesson that he's. Well, never it's funny seen because before. when he when he faced his prodigy, they they did exactly. See, I'm expecting, I'm expecting that that Kansas City. Um, We'll we'll look at this and approach it in in a very very uh, systematic and and methodical way. But I digress. Listen, 
I think that Kansas City is going to beat San Francisco because San Francisco's defense front has not been what it's needed to be. That's 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 what I see. That's what I think. I think that outside of Warner and and what what's the other? I can't I can't ever remember. Uh, Greenlaw. Greenlaw. Man, I don't know why I can't remember his last name, but those two right there, them those boys is nasty, and and they have played out of their minds for for this team. I, I just Nick Bosa joined the party a little bit, but the rest of them guys, you, you got to get more out of your defense front if they're going to have a chance to win this this game. Yeah. So, and, and I and don't know that this. they haven't shown it yet. You're picking a Kansas City team offensively outside of Travis Kelsey and Maisie, and, and 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 probably Isaiah Pacheco, who you are leaning on to make plays in a Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Think about that. Yeah, you're right. Well, I'll tell you. Go ahead. What are you going to say? No, no, no. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say we're going to go to Isaac Lohenkron, and on the other side, we're going to talk about another guy that could possibly be playing uh, for Super Bowls in the future. But I don't know where. I don't know where where it's going to be. We're going (laughs) to talk about it. but first, let's go to my man, Isaac Lohenkron. What you got, my guy? Well, what's trending, LeVar, is yep. actually you because Uh-oh. your statement about wondering aloud what it would be like if you went up against Travis Kelsey in the Super Bowl oh. has caught and created such a stir that our <laughs> state-of-the-art award-winning technology department here at Fox Sports Radio nice. put together a simulation of <laughs> what it might sound like if you opposed Travis Kelsey in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Let's hear this. Here it is. Are you not entertained? <laughs> oh. oh, no, that was me throwing my helmet. So, some furniture moving around. <laughs> Through the helmet all the way into the luxury suite. All the way to the luxury box. At, at Allegiant Stadium. <laughs> Speaking of superstars, a short time ago, Los Angeles Lakers superstar LeBron James declined to elaborate on what he meant by his infamous tweet of an hourglass emoji after the Lakers <laughs> loss on Tuesday night in Atlanta. James is speaking with reporters in advance of tonight's that's right, in advance of tonight's game against the Knicks at Madison Square Garden. Madison Square Garden actually hosting a college basketball game right now and number one UConn is trailing St. John's 21-20 at the 8 minute timeout in the first half. Finally fellas, the world including the sports world continuing to mourn the passing of actor and former NFL linebacker Carl Weathers who passed away on Thursday at the age of 76. Mm. Weathers, of course, portrayed Apollo Creed in the Rocky movies, and Rocky himself, Sylvester Stallone, has posted this tribute on social media. Listen. Carl Weathers was such an integral part of my life, my success, everything about it. When he walked into that room and I saw him for the first time, I saw greatness. His voice, his size, his power, his athletic ability, but more importantly, his heart, his soul. He was magic, and I was so fortunate to be part of his life. So, Apollo, keep punching. Wonderful tribute from Sylvester Stallone himself. Fellas, back to you. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You probably should have said that Yo. at the top of the show. Rest easy to to a family member and to a legend, obviously, from the NFL family and legendary to all of us. I'm, I'm certain of that. So, yeah. Uh, uh, let's, let's, talk, uh, let's talk Chicago and let's talk Caleb Williams. Um, mm. 
it, it just seems like if if Caleb Williams doesn't want to go to Chicago, it it makes me wonder what does Chicago do? Do you take the chance and draft him and hold on to his rights and, and almost you know hope that he doesn't hold out and he plays, or do you take do you take him at his word and say you know we just can't afford to risk that? And and we're you know we'll go with someone else with with our pick. What wow. what would you do? I, and from I know we can give what the Literally. player's perspective is, but give me what you think Chicago should do in this scenario. Well, you just said something to me that I was unaware of. Go ahead. So you, you mean to tell me that the Chicago Bears can draft Caleb Williams and they can hold on to his rights? Yeah, sure, sure. Is not true, Bo? If, if they were, I'm pretty certain if they if they decide to draft him, he's draft eligible. If they decide to draft him, then there has to be a trade. Cause if, even if you think back to to when Eli Manning got got drafted, but Eli went and played his his, his rookie year. He wouldn't have played, but they traded him. They traded him. You see what I'm saying? So okay. I, I, I'm I, I'm thinking. I'm pretty certain if you get drafted, isn't that what happened with Bo Jackson as well? He got drafted to a team he didn't want to get drafted by, so he went and played baseball, and they still owned his rights while he was playing baseball. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not a lawyer. I don't, but Caleb Williams, he, he has another year eligibility. Well, that's true, too. So you think he would come back? Listen, if, if, if I'm a Chicago Bears, then I pretty much have to take this young man at his word that he doesn't want to be the franchise quarterback of this organization just based off of the history and the current roster that they have intact. Uh, they, they, they just don't have, have the players to be able to, to uh, compete uh, in the division, which is a new NFC North, being that we have the, the, the new D- Detroit Lions. Uh, I think the Green Bay Packers are still going to be uh, compete. And I think that the Minnesota Vikings are basically a toss-up in that division who can win it. But if you're looking, if you're the Chicago Bears, you have a choice to make with with uh, Justin Fields. I think he is the one that is going to hold this whole draft, uh, you know, situation up for the Chicago Bears moving forward. Are they going to re-sign him, or are they going to let somebody come in inside him, or is he going to be a franchise quarterback somewhere else? I, and I've said this: I think Justin Fields is a star in this league. But it just so happens that he is the starting quarterback of the Chicago Bears. They've given up more sacks of any team in the last five years in NFL history. Mm. The, 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 the uh, offensive line is absolutely horrible. They've done nothing to fix it. Although they bought in Ryan Poles, he, he, is do, he, he is doing his due diligence with getting some players in there to protect the quarterback no matter who it is. But if you have the first pick, and Caleb Williams keeps uh, speaking to the media and letting you know that he does not want to play for Chicago Bears, I don't know what you do. Maybe you trade the pick to somebody else. I would assume you would try to trade him. Yeah, I, I would assume. I think it's important to note here that Caleb Williams hasn't directly said anything. And the closest yeah. we've gotten from Caleb is, um, you know, friend of the show, Colin Cowherd, saying yesterday that his camp texted him to to clarify that he's not anti-Bears or anti-Chicago. Mm, okay. Well, I guess that's important. But I don't know what happens. I mean, we've got to see what happens. I mean, because if he 
chooses not to, then again, I don't know if you if you're a lawyer or somebody like that that knows the rules, text it to us. But um, yeah, I don't know the rules of it, but we'll I guess we'll wait and see what happens with it, <laughs> and we'll come with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, quick quick Google like it does look like they would be able to draft him and then trade his rights afterwards. It does seem right. to still be the case. Yeah, that seems to be the case. Okay, all right, we'll appreciate that. Listen, I'm doing this uh, Silk Feel Good Plenty Challenge, which is seven days in a row of having silk almond milk as part of my breakfast. You can join me in eating healthy, and you could also win breakfast for a year. All right, terms apply. There's no purchase necessary. Visit challenge.silk.com. Calm. All right, everybody, on the other side of the break, we're going to talk a little Detroit Lions OC. That's right, Ben Johnson. It was reported he chose to remain instead of going to Washington. He chose to remain with Detroit for some unfinished business, which I found to be interesting. But we'll talk about it on the other side of the break. This is Up On Game. That is Plexico Burst. I am LeVar Arrington. We'll be right back. Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. All right, welcome back into the Tyrac.com studios. We got some breaking news. What you got, Ilo? 
breaking news from Fox Sports. Cliff Kingsbury has withdrawn from consideration for the Las Vegas Raiders offensive coordinator job, according oh. to his agent, Eric Burkhardt. It was reported Thursday that the Raiders were expected to hire Kingsbury as their new offensive coordinator, fellas. Wow. Thank you, Ilo. Huh. Should, should, should the Raiders be offended? What do you think that is? What, what, what do we think came from that? Hmm. I don't know that uh we'll have to wait and see what 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 plays out from there but uh welcome back into the show uh this is up on game I am LeVar Arrington it's Plexico Burris TJ Hushman is out is out uh okay so Ben Johnson he he takes the takes the re I guess re what should I say Bo how is it he he doesn't take the gig he stays Stays as he, OC of He rejected the, the commanders, it seems like, yeah. Okay, is that what's being reported, that he rejected it? Well, because I'm hearing conflicting yeah, reports Yeah, it's actually on kind this. of funny. In the last few hours, like, there's been a bunch of he said, she said, where Washington is saying that he didn't interview very well, but also they were flying out to see him again. and Like, the, the announcement that Ben Johnson was saying with the Lions hit as the commanders were in the middle of a flight to go to Detroit, and it was spun very quickly into, well, actually, we're going to meet with Aaron Glenn as well. But okay. it, it was clear they were still interested in that time very interested in ben johnson all right that's that's interesting news because i i i I was under the impression at one point in time that it was kind of stated that ben johnson chose to go back to you know to detroit because it was a you know unfinished business deal that seems to be yeah that seems to be the main case i know right now i'm on ross st brown had mentioned on his podcast on his podcast likes the guys in detroit enough to really want to run it back again for this next year. All right, so Plexico, I'm going to ask you, I don't know how much you know of Ben Johnson. I don't know that much of Ben Johnson. I mean, I see what he's done with the offense in in Detroit, and they've done a fine job. Um, They couldn't get get the yardage on fourth down to get into the Super Bowl. But nonetheless, they've done as good. They've done well um, in getting to an NFC championship game and, and being plays away from making it to the Super Bowl. They end up hiring Dan Quinn, and and then that comes to you know, that comes down to me of, of being a really really. I think it was a really great hire. I I, I know mm-hmm. Dan Quinn's body of work. He's he's led a team to a Super Bowl. He's been in Super Bowls. He led a a defense that is one of the most legendary defenses of all time in the Legion of Boom. Um, and and I've met him, and he I think he's an all around dope dude. Um. What what's your take on on Ben Johnson? Do, do you call fool's gold, as you say, and him saying that he he chose to go back because it was unfinished business, or do you, do you really think he kind of you know ducked I mean, out? I, I wouldn't say it's fool's gold, but I, I think he's looking at the current situation of where the Washington Commanders are in. Uh, you just you just fired Ron Rivera, Eric Bieniemy. Uh, you know, is the I, I guess he's the office coordinator there now, maybe. And they just have brand new ownership, so he doesn't even know who his starting quarterback is going to be going into the 2024 season. Mm-hmm. And now you're just coming off of a uh, NFC Championship loss into the San Francisco 49ers in a game that you should have won. You just win the division in NFC North for the first time in 30 plus years. So I would say, and with that alone, the success that he's had uh, this season with Jared Goff. Obviously, uh, Amaran St. Brown with his record setting 1,500-yard season. Uh, this team is going to continue to get better. 
And I could see them winning the NFC North for the next three or four years and being a contender in the NFC. Hmm. You, you can't say that moving forward about the Washington Commanders because you still have the Philadelphia Eagles. You still have the Dallas Cowboys. And I don't think there is any room right now for the Washington Commanders to compete in the NFC East to get to a playoff game. Dang. So it didn't, So he's going to waste the coaching it, yeah, try. Yeah. It didn't surprise me. But he's already the offensive coordinator for this organization. And I, and I believe that Dan Campbell has came in there and created a new culture amongst these guys in his locker room, this organization, that these guys are comfortable. So it doesn't surprise me that he didn't just up and leave to go be the coordinator for a commander's team where you have a new head coach in Dan Quinn and he doesn't even know who his quarterback is going to be. Mm, that's Plexico Burge dropping – well – Game. <laughs> this is Up On Game. This is Fox Sports Radio. We'll keep the game coming to you, all right? Hour two coming at you next. Fox Sports Radio. This is Up On Game. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 